Hi, love. My name is Nitika Chopra, and I am your host for the podcast, Thriving Together. I'm so excited about this show because we are going to genuinely be on the journey together. I'll be sharing lots of behind the scenes and as many unfiltered moments from my life as I possibly can as I take you through what it has meant for me to learn how to thrive and the ways that I'm still learning every single day. While you will be on your own journey of thriving, figuring out what that means for you. And I know that so many of you out there might not even know if thriving is possible, but I want you to know through this podcast and this show that it absolutely is, but it has to be on your own terms. Thank you so much for being here with me and let's get started with thriving together. All right, loves, we are back for another episode of thriving together and I am, I feel like the first few episodes of the show are going to be all different types of sound and the quality is going to be different and (laughs) I hope that you just follow along on the journey, especially if you're listening to these episodes, um, you know, all together or in a row because I have been just trying to like get my rhythm down with recording this show And um, I also was at my parents' place in New Jersey, as uh, you might already know. I was there for about six months, and I just moved back to my place in Brooklyn. And that's actually a lot of what this episode is going to be about today because, you know, in the conversation around thriving together, one of the things that has come up for me is that a lot of times thriving doesn't look like thriving. (laughs) Like if you look at my, you know, picture on the, um, cover of this, uh, this show or whatever, and you look at, you know, what that image looks like. And I definitely look like I am living my best life and I'm thriving. And, you know, that's an accurate description of what I look like when I'm thriving or a visual of what I look like when I'm thriving at times, But this last year, that is not what thriving looked like for me a lot of the time. So I kind of wanted to talk about that because a lot of times with chronic conditions, especially, you know, we can feel like we aren't even allowed to be included in the conversation around thriving. And when thriving happens, it's like for other people, it's for able-bodied people, it's for people who look a certain way. It's for people who, you know, I don't know, like just don't look the way that I think I look or don't have the conditions that I have for sure. So this episode really dives into what thriving has looked like for me over this past year and how, you know, thriving can often look like taking a step back in order to allow yourself to really thrive. And I think that's something you know, being a bit of a perfectionist, I think that's something I never would have allowed for and I never would have been okay with in the past, but it's something that I've had to really embrace. So I think I mentioned this a little bit in the first solo episode I did for this show, but just to kind of go back a little bit again, in May of 2022, I was diagnosed with a rare neuromuscular disease, and I ended up having to move home to New Jersey. Now, I am 41 years old. (laughs) Moving home to New Jersey 
was not on the top of my list of things that I wanted to do. Um, no offense to my parents. I love them very much and I'm very fortunate to have really honestly like gone through a lot with them in a good way. Like we've healed a lot of, you know, any challenges we would have had um, when I was growing up and things like that. We've kind of worked on a lot of those things and just like, yeah, loved each other through a lot of big stuff. So my parents and I are, you know, it's, it's still a family relationship. We still have our challenges, but we're really, really close and we are really there for each other. And we genuinely like really have a lot of love for each other, which I feel very fortunate about because I know that family relationships can be really, really painful and complicated. But anyway, that's kind of where my parents and I are at. Even still, uh, moving home after living on my own in Manhattan and living alone for the better part of 15 years was the last thing that I wanted to do or that I saw myself doing. So when I found out that I was going to have to, basically I got diagnosed and then like a few days later they picked me up and I packed my things and I kind of knew I was going to be gone for a little while, but wasn't sure how long. And then about, I would say a month into me living there, I pretty much knew I wasn't going to be able to be on my own for a while. I probably knew sooner than that, but I was like still in denial about it. And so then I decided to sublet my apartment in Williamsburg. And that was a bit scary because I really love my home and I am really particular about my space and just like energetically, you know, from a cleanliness perspective, like all these different things. But I kind of knew it was what I needed to do. And I actually got a subletter really easily um, and really quickly. And my building has all these requirements on like how you are allowed or not allowed to do that. So I felt pretty protected. And I went ahead and subletted my place. And then, yeah, I was uh, living in New Jersey with my parents. Basically, they have this attic room that's like really well, you know, it's beautiful and like they've kind of um, re what renovated it. That's the word I'm looking for. They renovated it. And so it's a really nice room. But yeah, it's off the side of the house um, next to my dad's office. And so we were all kind of just living together. And I know for them... They were so happy to be able to help me in this way. I mean, that is definitely what they feel like family is for. And my mom, oh my God, cooked me so much food and just like really, really took care of me. And, you know, both my parents just like helped me make sure I had everything I needed and and all of that. And I was really in like crisis with my health pretty much from like May until the end of September, beginning of October. Um, And so that period of time, you know, I couldn't have imagined myself living anywhere else during that time because I needed the help and it was pretty extreme. But it was still really hard and there were still lots of times, like even when I decided to sublet my apartment where I was just like, is this my life now? (laughs) Like, is this what it's going to be? Is this like all I'm going to amount to? Is this person living at 41 years old in her parents' place? And mind you, if you're living in your parents' place and you're that age, older or less old, um, or, (laughs) you know, you know, it's not a, 
it's not a dig on anyone. I actually, in my culture, in the Indian culture, and in lots of cultures, um, kids, you know, will live with their parents until they get married. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. Um, there's also a thing of joint family homes in my culture where a lot of people live with their families even after they get married. So it's not a dig on that. And if that's part of your culture, your upbringing, I definitely honor that. But it wasn't something that I had ever planned. And I think, you know, for me, I'm definitely more Americanized in that way where I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to have my own space. I wanted to have my own hours. I didn't want to be living in my parents' home. And being independent has always been something that's been really, really important to me. So I was pretty, you know, I was happy to be there, but I was also like freaking out for sure. And what I've learned about thriving through this process is just that like in order for me to actually move things forward, in order for me to, you know, be able to like push through or not push in a negative way, but like make it to the other side, in order for me to get to a place of thriving, I had to relax into a place of surrender and take many steps back from what thriving looks like for me. And, you know, I want you to think about in your own life, if there are places in your life where you're pushing in the way that you're not allowing surrender or you're striving for so much perfectionism and you're like pushing past things um, and you're not allowing yourself to really surrender so that you can actually like propel yourself forward. Are there areas in your life that you're resisting that because you're afraid things are going to fall apart or they're not going to be what they used to be or, oh my God, how is it ever going to be okay or how is it ever going to get better? Let me just tell you, I really get it. Um, I really, really, really get it. And if you're struggling with that, like just know that it's not just you and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or that you're bad or not transformed enough. I struggled with this so much. But it is something that now I am seeing. I'm so grateful that I took that time and I took that, you know, sort of leap and said, I really need help. I really need to stop trying to do everything myself. I really need to slow down. And I have to be honest, like as I'm even just talking to you guys about this, I am thinking about so many things with my company, Chronicon, where this has been the case too, because you know, I have been building Chronicon since really like the end of 2018. And we launched officially in 2019. And it has been such a labor of love. And, you know, I really, I always say it's the love of my life. And, you know, the community that we have, the online community um, is definitely (laughs) one of the greatest loves of my life. And all of the members in there and just everything. I just, I could not love what I do more. But I've had to take a lot of steps back with things, especially throughout the pandemic, especially while I have been dealing with my health in the ways that I have been in the last several months. I've had to really take some steps back. And I've had to say, okay, like I want to do, you know, this many things every week, or I want to be posting all the time in this way, or I want to you know, be able to map out all of our content for the next six months or whatever it might be. 
but I'm not feeling well today. So in order for me to have like some good days where I'm able to really have a lot of creative energy and feel really inspired and all of that, I need to actually let myself rest on these other days and I need to actually take the pressure off and not make myself feel like there's something wrong with me because I'm not, you know, pushing out all of this stuff for work all the time. So I really think that, you know, and I think the pandemic did that for a lot of people, whether you're working for yourself or working for someone else, it's like really made us reevaluate, or at least I hope it has, you know, reevaluate like what is it that you're doing and why, and why are you putting so much pressure on yourself to have it be a certain way or to produce a certain amount and, you know, in a certain, I guess, volume, I guess you could say, because at the end of the day, if we don't have each other, if we don't have, you know, stability with our health, if we don't have community and connection and love in our life, none of the other stuff matters. And I'm so fortunate that the work that I do allows me to have community and love in my life, which is really, really amazing. And I feel like it's such a gift. But it's also, I know it can't be at the expense of my own health. If I was creating for Chronicon, and we have our next conference coming up um, in May, May 19th, 2023. And by the time this episode comes out, I think the website will be out for it and stuff too. Um, But, you know, by the time our next conference comes out, like if I had been just pushing, 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 pushing and like not giving myself a break and not told myself it's okay if I rest or, you know, take some time, I would have not been able to keep going in this company. And not only that, to be honest with you, I don't think I would be setting a very good example for the people who I'm speaking to with the work that I'm doing. So if you're a founder or you're a creator, I think that's something that's so important. Like as much as we feel all this pressure to produce and be on and create and listen, like it's a Sunday morning right now. Um, It actually is Sunday morning, although that's not always when I record my podcasts. And I'm, you know, locked in the bathroom (laughs) recording an episode of this podcast when Sunday typically, typically is a day of rest for people. But I rested a lot yesterday and I'm finally living in my own place after so long. So I'm feeling creatively inspired and energized. But honestly, like I was supposed to record a bunch of these episodes weeks ago and I just couldn't get myself to do it while I was at my parents' place. I did a couple, but that was kind of it. And I have to be okay with that, you know? And I think I've gotten to a place for myself where I've learned – and and also trusted myself. This is also another huge thing I've learned in terms of like knowing when something isn't flowing or knowing when you have to sort of take a step back, knowing that that is also a form of thriving. So the other way that I've seen that is like there's been so many times where people have told me in my work that – or even like with my health or different like routines that I need to do or add into my routine, different like practices – There's been so many times where people have told me things like that. Like I remember the first time was someone told me about like the specific way that I needed to do marketing for my business. And I sat with this piece of paper in my notebook for I think over a year with like the header, you know, saying like work on advertising or something like that. I forget. It was like so long ago now. 
but something about this specific way to do this um, this marketing. And by the end of the year, the page was still empty. And so I remember looking at this and having this sort of epiphany where I realized I had an entire notebook filled with so many ideas, so many like cool realizations, so many partnerships that I had done, like so many things that I had moved forward. But there was this one stupid page that was completely blank that I would constantly beat myself up for because I was like, how come I haven't been able to get this done? How come I haven't achieved this specific thing? And what I realized at the end of that year was, listen, I have so much evidence as to me being a hard worker. I have so much evidence to that fact to show myself I am a hard worker. I've done this many things. This one page is showing me this isn't the way. This is not the way that I am meant to move things forward. This particular way of marketing, if it really clicked and really resonated with me, I would have pages upon pages of ideas, of cool things that I wanted to do, of content that I was going to create around it, of steps I was going to take. But no, I didn't have anything. And the truth is, it was because I wasn't meant to go in that direction. And that has happened to me so many times, I can't even tell you, and it's it's different than something being hard, and so like it takes me longer, right? And I think the more you know yourself, you'll kind of know the difference. It's taken me a little bit of time, but I do see the difference. Like there are certain things, like I just did this huge pitch that I've been working on um, a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago now, and it was really, really hard. It was totally totally out of my comfort zone, something that I was, yeah, just like really uncomfortable with. I had no idea what I was doing. And I had this pitch that I had, so I had this pitch I had to work on. And I ended up taking a long time to do it, but it wasn't like I had no energy around it or like I didn't have any ideas around it. It was just a matter of like, it being a learning curve and I had to figure out how to take what I knew into making it what I needed it to be for this specific project. But if I felt like it was totally not resonating, it would have been like everything would be blank. Like there would have been no ideas around it. There would have been no thoughts around it or like creative energy around it. So it's a fine line, but you just got to think it through and see like, okay, is this showing me that this is not what I meant to be doing? Is this showing me that I need to actually move in another direction or is it showing me that I need to like think about it in a different way for it to be ignited because it's something I really need to do. So I hope some of these ways, you know, really help you see um, how taking a step back sometimes or like taking things off the table, giving yourself a break, letting yourself a bit off the hook for certain things can really help you actually thrive in the areas that you are meant to thrive in. So, you know, whether it's career or even like with your health, if there's certain things that people tell you you should be doing, and maybe those things just have like never resonated no matter how much you try. But these other three things are like your favorite things to do. Try not to spend so much time beating yourself up for the things that aren't resonating. I found that it's just such a waste of energy and it actually doesn't support me and I end up feeling so much more frustrated and defeated versus like empowered and energized. So try to follow what makes me feel empowered and energized and yeah, this past year, oh my goodness, what a year. Um 
it has been such a journey and it has been really challenging and, and hard. So obviously 2022 is one of the hardest years of my life, hands down. But I think that it has brought me to a place of a new type of thriving, of a new level of thriving because I'm able to just really, you know, like really feel like I took the right steps back and gave myself the space so that I can actually take steps forward versus like, I don't know, just sludging through it, you know, without giving myself a break. So I hope you enjoyed this solo episode. I am excited to do more episodes for you with this podcast. I have some guests that are going to be coming on, which I'm really excited about. Some good friends. I'm going to have some different friends that are going to come on, um, you know, on a regular basis. Like I'll have some experts that are <laughs> just happen to be my friends that'll come on a bunch, um, which will be really great. And yeah, I just think it'll be super fun and um, I'm just looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really great experience to just be able to create in this way. And oh, the other thing I wanted to tell you all is that in the first episode, I think I shared about how I was experimenting with video. Uh, I decided not to do that (laughs) because to be honest with you, and this is like another great example of just following what works for you and not putting too much pressure on yourself. I like, you know, see all these people beat with their fancy video and their podcasts. And I'm like, oh my God, I should be doing that. And then I did it once and I was just like, you know what? I'm just not in a season right now where being on camera is easy for me. Um, It is some days and those are the days that I will go on Instagram and post something and share about what I'm working on or something like that. But for the most part, I'm just not in that season. I've had to take a lot of medication over this past six months that I'm still having to take. And, you know, it can really impact the way that you look, can impact things like your weight and your hair and even your skin and all this stuff. So I'm just kind of in a place where I am not ready to be on camera all the time and put that kind of pressure on myself. So you are going to get audio only for me for a while. And when that changes, you will be the first to know. (laughs) But otherwise, you can find me every week, um, actually every day in the Chronicon community and doing events every single week with our members. And uh, you can also find me on May 19th in Brooklyn and um, check out all those details at chronicon.co. And I'm so excited to be with you all soon and, and get ready for another episode of Thriving Together next week. All right, loves, I hope you enjoyed this latest episode of the Thriving Together podcast. If you did, I would love to have you subscribe either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and please be sure to rate and review the show, especially if you liked it, because it really helps make sure that this content gets to more and more people. Thanks so much for listening, and I cannot wait to be with you for the next episode.